We're live on everything. All right. Hello, Facebook Live. <laughs> Hello, podcast audience. I think we only have a podcast audience of two at this time. And those two guys are me and you. <laughs> no, I have some of my friends. Right? Oh, are they listening? All right, cool. This is Ibass Radio. With, I'm not going to do the thing where I kick it over to you. I'm just going to say your name. You all right with that? Yeah, sure. Or do you want to? You, you go ahead and do it. Uh-huh. No, 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 the no, moment's you. over now. No, you go it's ahead, over, man. It's over. I was, uh, you know, I was listening to other podcasts where it's like, all right. we're here with Adam and... Kick it over you to say your own name. Fine, fine. Go my ahead. name is Zach. Uh-huh. And uh, this guy is, uh, what's his name again? Go ahead and say it, dude. It's Adam. You're running it, man. Yeah, I've asked radio. Zach and Adam, <laughs> I wanted to uh, correct a couple of things. I, I listened to the podcast from Friday. And I, I, I went on and on about protons, but it's not protons. It's photons. So I just want to clarify that. What's the that. difference between a proton and a photon? The, every, photons are fake. Every atom has a proton in it. <laughs> I think. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I say stuff is so next, next week. Next week is going to be All right. Be so this, this is my understanding. All right. Every atom has a proton in it. But the thing I was saying about light packets, that's a photon. And photons, I think, have both waves and particles. So I just wanted to correct that. Okay. All right. So that's on, so, the, on the record as being corrected. Right. And I think I had another correction, too, that when I listened to it. But I don't remember what it is. But I did want to ask you. I got I got an important important announcement to make oh for this goodness. podcast. This is you're th- pregnant. This is big. I'm not. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be a crazy announcement. <laughs> Can dudes get pregnant? No. Somehow, no. dudes must be getting pregnant now with no. the way everything is. <laughs> There's no way. The, uh, somehow, somewhere, they they probably have figured out how to do it. They're probably going to impregnate like some seven year old kid who wants to transition or something like that. Have you read the news about that? Seven-year-old kids are having sex change operations. It's so bizarre. You should not be allowed to make any decisions like that until you're an adult, right? No kid should be allowed well, they, to make that, that at decision. At seven, you're just, you should just be playing and having fun, you know? Yeah, and if you can't even drink booze until you're 21 <laughs> legally or smoke cigarettes until you're 18, you can make some kind of a crazy life-altering decision about... I don't know about sexual preference or whatever when you're seven. It seems really, really wrong. But anyways, the the momentous announcement I wanted to make, I, I, signed, right. up, I signed up for Hulu. I went ahead you did? And, oh, yeah. Pulled the wow. trigger on that, dude. Thank you. Hulu owes you like a commission check. Oh, they do. But um, I need you to tell me what is the ad blocker that I need to sign up for. Okay. It's, what do I do? It's called uBlock Origin. Okay, uBlock Origin. Is yeah. this legal? This oh, is yeah. not pirate software totally. or anything like that? No, it's just an extension All right. to your browser, whether you use Chrome or... I just was watching Seinfeld. Um, I was just watching Seinfeld all weekend long. So that's, nice. that's... I guess there's some other shows I'm going to need to get into, some that you've recommended. <laughs> so, all right, man, there you go. I have a life hack of my own that all I want right. to share. Can I hit you with it? Yeah. All right. This is a discipline hack. If, you, like, if you're trying to be disciplined about something and you're having a really, really hard time doing it... Mm-hmm. So I've been taking the cold showers, and right. it's getting increasingly hard for me to um, for me to take these cold showers because it's getting colder. Because <laughs> it's really cold. Because it's getting colder, and so I'm already cold when I go yeah. into the shower. So the mornings when I really, really don't want to do it, I just make an agreement with myself. I'm just going to turn it on and see how it goes. And if it automatically is uncomfortable, I'll just stop. I'll allow myself to just stop. But I'm just going to try, okay? And I've noticed that when I just try, probably like 75% of the time, once it's already started, I can get myself to just keep going. So, 
if it's something like exercise and you're just like, God, I just don't want to exercise, just do it for a couple of minutes. Just get started mm-hmm. and make an agreement with yourself. Like, if I get started and it's too hard, I'll, I'll, I'll let myself wuss out and stop. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, usually if I want to get a cold shower, if I start it hot and then progressively turn it to cold, it's a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like the um, like the frog getting cooked or something like that. Have you ever heard that? Uh, <laughs> the boiling frog. Yeah, yeah. if you just kind of turn the heat up on him little by little, he doesn't uh-huh. even realize he's being cooked. I don't do it that way, man. <laughs> I just go straight from, from warm straight down to super oh, cold. Oh, well, that's like your shock thing you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, like, sh- like the shock cold shower oh, okay. thing. Yeah. So if I feel like I'm going to wuss out, you know, I, I just do it like that. Same with, with eating. Like if you're just dying to eat something that's like not, you know it's not good for you and you're trying to stop, just tell yourself like, I'm just going to wait five minutes. From right now, while I'm having this super hard craving, I'm just going to give it five minutes. And just make yourself go five minutes. And I think you will find that that little bit of that little bit of discipline will help you actually mm-hmm. extend it out even further. So that's a, a discipline hack. Go ahead. What were you that say? reminds me of one of the most frustrating scenes in a movie ever. Which which movie? Which is Titanic. Okay. How uh, like so the freezing cold water reminded me of it. Okay. You know, Go ahead. Because there's cold water in Titanic or something like that, and uh, the dude could have fit on the door. With the girl mm-hmm. from Titanic. And they would, they would have stayed alive. They would have both lived. A little bit longer though, right? Yeah. Instead, he just decides to just chill in the water and die. Yeah. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> you should fight for it, right? <laughs> fight for your life. Especially since he's like, there's like two hours of movie where he's like fighting to get off this ship. And then he just finally gives it up. And he's like, all right, now that I made it. And does the girl live? Yeah. All right. Does he save her life? I don't remember Titanic that well. Um... Yeah, like, they they work together to get off the ship, right? And then once they... they but they could both fit on the flotation device, which okay. was like a door or something like that. All right. Yet he just decides to just hang off the the edge of the door. I'm going to have to revisit that. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing the things you're recommending. Like, I signed <laughs> up for Hulu. I will go back and watch that scene in Titanic, and I'll let you know... What my thoughts on the matter? <laughs> yeah. All right, I can get. I, I see. What, I can see how that would be frustrating and I sort just, of maddening for it's you. It's like as well. if you can't finish things, like it's ridiculous. Like you put all this work into doing something, and you're so close, and then you just give up at the end. You know, you really got to get. If you're going to do big projects, if you're going to do things that take a long time, you really got to get it in your head in advance. Like this is going to be hard. Somewhere in the middle, I'm going to feel like just stopping this thing. And then you have to somehow get over that hump. And I really think the key is on those days where you feel like you're going to give up. I was just talking about it, man. Just do a little bit. Just keep it, just kind of keep it going. Just a little bit. You know, more. you think I'm going to work on this thing for an hour and I'm going to crush it. And then the day comes and you're like, God, I don't want to do this. I hate doing this. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, just do a little bit. Just keep it going, you know. And, and, and just give yourself that break that you'll just kind of do a little bit. You'll just push it for, forward. For a little more. For a little bit more. So we're getting cats on Wednesday. How many? Two cats. Outdoor cats. What, what, what defines an indoor cat versus an outdoor cat? Besides the indoor-outdoor thing. That's pretty much the only thing. There's no, like, genetically bred <laughs> for outdoors. Maybe there is, but um, <laughs> these guys, we're just going to leave them outside. They will not be allowed inside of our house. All right. How, how do you feel about cats? You guys got a cat, right? No, no but cat. it's our neighbor's cat that's always in our backyard. So how do you feel about cats generally? Well, this one... Well, okay, so generally, 
Do you like them? you like to pet them? you think they're snuggly and cute and all that kind of stuff? you like to dangle a little shoestring in front of their face and watch them paw around at it? No. No? You got no, you got no affection for cats? I have no cats. affection for cats. I do not either. So these are kittens that we're getting. They're two months old. I spent the whole weekend building a cat house for them. I suck at carpentry, all right, dude? Actually, I'm getting a little bit better. I spent the whole weekend. I went and bought the wood. I sawed it. <laughs> uh, hammered some nails into some wood and have built a pretty decent cat house. I got insulation on the inside so they don't what? get cold. Uh-huh, yeah. But these kittens are just only going to live outside, and it's getting pretty cold. I hope Wait, they, are you I hope sure gonna make the it. kittens are going to not get eaten? We have to leave them only in the cat house for like a while, like right. six weeks. Okay. So that they don't get eaten until they get that a little bit bigger. Sense. Yeah. And then hopefully they're supposed to be just be hunting cats just to kill all the rodents and stuff that we have living on our property. We'll see how that goes. All right. But then, so I was thinking like right now, the rats, they just kind of scurry around at night and we don't have to confront them. Mm-hmm. And the idea is then the cats start to like hunt them and then the, the rats get afraid and they don't want to deal with cats and anymore. They leave. And they're kind of like, you know what? Screw it. This is not worth it. We're going somewhere, somewhere else. But at least right now, we know they're out there, mm-hmm. but we don't really see them. But I'm pretty sure cats like to show their, their kill. And they bring the animals down to your house. Bring it, yeah. yeah. So I think we're actually going to see a lot more dead animals than we've been seeing. And I'm not sure what we're supposed to do to just sweep them up and put them in the trash can. or I'm not sure how we're supposed to handle dead, dead rodents. I think, yeah, rodents are pretty low on the on the value life value uh you like you don't i don't think you need to have a ceremony or no no we don't eat them obviously or anything like that i'm sure people eat them somewhere but another chicken died today what's what's going on with your chickens man they're just just dropping are they old no i think it's because they're like a hybrid breed and they're just they're just deficient oh all right they just have like so what do you do with them are you eating them oh no they're they dead they're just like uh, dead. They're like, aren't all chickens that we eat dead? Yeah, but like, but they died of disease or something. But you kill like that. them. Yeah, but these guys, so you, they died of they natural just causes. Died of. Yeah. I was talking. I was talking to somebody about these cats that I'm getting, mm-hmm. and how I really don't have any sentimentality around cats. And the guy's like, "Yeah, but they're so warm and cute and and cuddly. Don't you love them?" I was like, "You know what." We're killing like 500 million chickens a day. <laughs> we just, we mercilessly slaughter and butcher all cows that are alive. Like almost all of them. So obviously we don't care about animals in a universal sense. Like we don't have any ethics around letting animals live as a, as a human species. So why should we care about cats and dogs differently? When we don't care about those guys, yes. And that is my feeling about cats and dogs as well. While they're working on my on my property and handling some business <laughs> for me, I'll pay them some wages, which will be um, chicken skin <laughs> and beat up old chickens' feet, because that's what I guess you give to outdoor cats. But other than that, I don't I don't have any strong feelings about my chickens or my cats, one way or the other. All right. All right. And so you still you. have chickens, right? Yeah, we got chickens. All right. So. But I don't really care about them. They're all right to take a look at. I mean, they're giving us eggs. So, like, it's fair trade. I give them some table scraps and, like, a sort of shelter. They give me eggs every day. So we're cool. We're on even terms, I feel. But if one got died, if, well, if one got died, if one got killed, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make me sad. Were you sad about your chicken dying? No. 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 No, no strong feelings <laughs> about, about animals whatsoever. All right. Let me go ahead and uh, do a little pitch here, if you All don't right. mind. I um, want to talk to you about our bookkeeping services. Go to ibasbusiness.com. We help out. We're helping out, like, 170 businesses with their bookkeeping and accounting services and we're really good at it we've been doing it for eight years i got a master's degree in accounting 
and we hook you up. Our prices are fair, and we're well, like we're witty, and we talk about interesting things. Yeah, so we're, you should like that we, too. We don't we don't just rely on our wits alone. No, no, we're good at numbers as well. Yeah, yeah, we're outdoorsy. We got wits, knowledge. Uh huh. Got strong carpenter hands. We got outdoor cats on the way. On the way, we got chickens, wildlife. Mostly yeah, alive chickens. It's just mostly live. Some die are dying of natural causes <laughs> because of the genetic hybrids. But that's not on you. And that that's, that's on not, the genetics. That's that's their fault. That's on the genetics or on the people who or who, who bred them. Who bred them? Yeah, you probably ask for a refund from those guys. I probably should. Yeah, you probably yeah. should. <laughs> so uh, ibasbusiness.com. There's a whole bunch of reasons why you should sign up for our accounting. Several. And um, or you could call me four two five three three two five zero five eight extension one zero one. If for any reason you don't like my stance the on cut animals of and his cats, jib or something like that. you don't like the cut of my jib. Of you jib. don't want to deal with the rigmarole. Rick and Morty. These are some of the vocabulary words that we discussed previously. <laughs> then um, yeah, don't dial one zero one when you call. Talk to somebody else. But we still have people and representatives here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who can help you out? So there's a, a pitch for services. So what'd you do this weekend, man? What's going on with you? I did a football tournament. Oh yeah, oh flag football tournament. Man, that's about as good as it gets. <laughs> How'd you guys do? Not very well. Oh, that sucks. But well, okay, I would say we 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 didn't win games, but I do. We did better than last year. Okay. And for some reason, they always match us up against like the hardest so, teams. Well, but you're on the same like same group of guys as last year. It's same a little team. it's a little different, but for the most part. All right, so same. the team just stinks, and you just stayed together. Yes. <laughs> we don't. Our you, team doesn't stink. Well, if you got if you got worked over last year, you can brought back the exact same team and got worked over this year. I mean, I don't want to be too harsh about it, but it does sound like that's you guys fair, are a, a great squad. All right, who's on your team? Do I know any of these guys? No. All right. So, what position are you playing? Uh, receiver and corner. You're pretty good, right? Did you mm-hmm. did you did you represent yourself well, or did, I you, did. Play, or did you play poorly? No, I played pretty well. Right, who's the quarterback? Uh, well, you don't know. Him, it doesn't so matter. It doesn't what's his matter. name? Call him out right here. All right, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. His name. All right, how did he play? Um, well, he. Enough <laughs> said, dude. Enough <laughs> said. Anytime, anytime, anytime somebody doesn't give you a straight answer, like, hey man, where'd you go? Oh, I'm, I went over to this restaurant. We had Mexican food. How was it? It was all right. It was pros and cons. Anytime there's like one of these in there. All right, dude. Hopefully Jordan's not one of your friends that's listening to this podcast. Well, he is, isn't he? All right, Jordan. Hey, man. Look. <laughs> Look, here's a thought, dude. Jordan, to get ready for next year, if you're listening to this, maybe you, high, you hang up one of those tires from a from a, like a, a tree branch in your backyard and you throw some balls, man, you in know, there to try to get your accuracy going. It's not even so much the accuracy, it's the, the getting flustered. Because when you're under that much pressure, yeah, it's hard. It is. There's it, very few people, quarterbacks, that don't get flustered under pressure. Understood, except for Tom Brady. That guy's ice cold. So, some do. Some <laughs> manage to figure it out. So I'm just saying, Jordan, some dude. Ha- some figure it out. You, know, you go online, watch some interviews with Tom Brady, and you just try to channel <laughs> some, of, some of that calmness and see if you can work it out. Who'd you have? To, so, if he was getting flustered, the O line must have also done not a great job. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. our best O line. Who's the O line? Go ahead and say their names, dude. Call them out. <laughs> <laughs> Call it out. I don't know. I guess it's just factual, anyways, yeah. who ended up playing. Yeah. There's one guy named Alex. Uh huh. Come on, Alex. You need to do some blocking <laughs> drills and get your act together. Who else? All right, Tony. Tony. Ooh, Tony. That's not a good O-line name. <laughs> That's more of like a skateboarder. Yeah, it's like a skateboarder name where it's like an Italian name. Like, hey, Tony. You know, <laughs> That's a guy who's maybe more of a 
you know, more of a, a coach or a or GM or something like that rather than an actual player. Yeah. All right. Two-man offensive line? No, it was uh, three. Who's the third? Well, we had four so that right. one could rotate okay. into tight end. Into tight end. All right, so it was, a, it was a tough outing. Did you guys win a game? No. Ooh. <laughs> How many games did you play? Three. Ooh, so, man. Yeah, there's there's two, like, seeding games, and then there's potential of three playoff games. Yeah. How many games you got to win to get into the playoffs? Well, you just have to win a game. A game gets you into the playoffs? Because, well, look, because you play the two seeding games, yeah. which seed like who you end up playing like the best team uh so plays. everybody gets into the playoffs yeah all right everybody's There's in the playoffs. Eight teams. so two you, two games you get seeded and then all the teams go to the playoffs and you guys lost your your first round playoff game right got it how quickly in did you know that you you were not gonna you were not gonna match up well against anybody other team that was there once as soon as they said hi, you're like, dang, I can't get open at all. You're the wide receiver. It's like, oh, man, this is going to be a long day. First pass, you're like, I'm open, Tony. Oh, who's the quarterback? Oh, Jordan. Jordan, I'm open, man. Hit me. The ball just like vastly overthrown. You're like, this is going to be a long day, dude. It's not going to go well for us at all. How soon did you know? Um, actually, we were in every game. We only uh, lost every game by one score. That's rough. That, yeah. that, makes, it, that makes it even worse. So you guys... It's not worse. It's better, actually, in my opinion. Yeah. I'd rather have it be a close game than but you would like to, you, But you'd really like to pull out one of those close games. Oh, absolutely. And get it I remember once, I, I also went to a flag football tournament. This is a long time ago. This might be, you know, this might be over 10 years ago that I played in a flag football tournament. We also got totally worked over. Um, I knew it was bad. Our quarterback was like a big, tall guy with a strong arm. He looked like a real prototypical quarterback guy he brought gloves so you know this dude thinks he's hot hot stuff he's got his like qb gloves on right and before he's like having us run patterns and he's throwing us so the very first play of the game he says ready set hike for some reason the guys didn't think i was a threat they weren't covering me i just i did a streak down the sideline and i'm just chilling wide open like pretty close to the end zone and i'm yelling i'm like hey oh man hit me he like looks at me and then he comes over he, uh, he dumps a short pass, intercepted, runs back oh, all the way for a touch. No. I'm like, oh, dude, this is going to be pretty rough. And, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, we lost like four or five games. I don't know, was it a tournament? Yeah, it was a tournament. We lost like four or five games and did not win a single one. So that's, that's not very fun. <laughs> not very fun at all. You know, it, it is fun, though, because we, we um, were sounds, all friends. Yeah, no, so it sounds like yeah. what you were saying was fun, and it was close games. Yeah. And you knew the people you were playing against? Yeah. yeah. Well, some of them. I wanted to uh, share a thought with you I had about sports over the weekend. Okay. So you're a sports fan. You like playing sports? Yeah. You like watching sports? Right. All sports? Or just no, football? Just football. Have you ever thought about the fact... So sports are super popular. Hundreds of millions of people are passionately obsessed with sports. They wear the jerseys. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. They wear the jerseys. They watch every game. They read the stats. Have you noticed that all sports are pretty much just a bunch of people trying to take a ball and just like put it somewhere else? And then the other teams like trying to stop them from taking the ball to wherever they're trying to take it? Mm -hmm. That's all it is. Every yeah. single sport. Basketball, it's like a bunch of dudes. Like our most, what would be the word, like our most athletically gifted humans that are super strong and fit and agile, like our hardest workers, they're all dedicated to taking this ball 
and like moving it around, passing it around <laughs> with the goal of trying to put it in this hole. And then there's all these other guys and they're trying to stop them. They're like, no, you can't put that ball in that hole. Like, get out of here, man. And like, there's hundreds of millions of dollars spent on it. And people are paying a hundred bucks to come watch them put the ball in the hole and watch the other guys try to stop them. And these are the heroes of the earth. Football. They're trying to take this ball and just carry it and get it over this line. And the whole other team's like trying to stop them. Right. Soccer. What is our obsession? Why are we so obsessed with watching a bunch of dudes trying to get a ball from one place to another? Because it's not real. It's not real, but why does it have to be that as opposed to something else? You know what I'm saying? Like, how come we couldn't have all these people have, um, like, we're building, we're, we're building shelters for orphans or something like that. Let's see who could do it the fastest. We're having a competition. Who could um, give away the most uh, food to poor people? Like, all these super buffed out guys. Like, why do we have them focused on moving balls around? Doesn't that seem like a pretty, a pretty big... By the way, I'm not judging. Because I also love watching sports. <laughs> like, I'm well, right there in there. You go. It's fun. But why? I don't know. I don't know. It just is. Why are we so is. fascinated with the act of moving a ball around? I have no answer Dude. besides it's fun. And by the way, man, I'm, I, I'm not judging. Like, you give me a football. I, this is mostly men, too. This is why I was saying, like, like, women don't like dumb stuff. But you give me a football, me and another dude, we can just go outside and just throw a football back and forth for like an hour and a half. Not doing nothing except for moving this ball around. <laughs> And just have the best time. You like to throw a ball around? Yeah. All right. Let me go ahead and uh, do a little plug here. <laughs> cost reduction service. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a smooth. Yeah, way. cost reduction service. You need um, you need to invest in some some balls and some baseball bats and some other kind of athletic equipment, but you can't find the money. This service is five hundred bucks. We guarantee you will save you at least five thousand dollars a year. Uh, we will give you a full refund. That's a guaranteed ten x on your on your investment. If we save you the five thousand bucks a year for the next five years. That would actually be a grand total of $25,000, and all you got to do is spend $500 one time with a guaranteed refund if we don't 10x it. All right, ibassbusiness.com. Go ahead and check us out, and we can help you out with that, or call us at 425-332-5058. All right, man, what else you want to talk about? Mm, coffee. All right, go ahead, man. Hit me with it. What are your thoughts on coffee? What do you think makes – well, you, you only like, like – Dark coffee, right? Like just I, I straight. Do. I like straight black. Up. I like black coffee. No, no, I drink. I drink. I have an espresso machine. Well, you have now. an espresso machine. Yeah, I become kind of a so, coffee snob. Do you ever put any dairy in your milk? Um, I don't. Or not dairy in your milk. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever mix dairy and milk? Pretty much, a hundred percent dairy is what I put in milk. Uh, um, not anymore. No, I don't. The thing that I've really gotten into now is I like to put um, some coconut oil in the coffee. I've heard of that. Yeah, that's what I do now. I don't know. I don't I, like. The, actually, the best thing is it's a little too oily. If you get some, here, here's what I think is the best thing. If you get some coconut milk, you, mm-hmm. you keep any coconut milk in the house? I don't. All right, man. So my wife keeps coconut coconut milk in the house because coconut milk in the house because she uses it to cook. And like in coconut milk, the fat separates from the liquids. Mm-hmm. And if you take some of that, it's super creamy. You just kind of like skim it off the top and put it in the bottom of your cup of coffee. And then coffee it up and kind of mix it together. To me, that comes out as like something super satisfying because the milk, the cream, is fat, you know. And the, you put the oh, fat yeah, in there, it makes it creamy. I, I prefer that because it gives you like a little coconut flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I don't put I don't I don't usually put any dairy in it. But I'm not opposed to it. You? So you used to though. I did. So what changed? I started drinking way better coffee. Ah, I'm drinking. Nice. I drink good coffee now. 
I don't want to brag, but I drink some pretty sweet <laughs> some coffee. Pretty legit. Yeah, dude. You know, I don't like to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to boast too much. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of awesome when it comes <laughs> to choosing coffee. Yeah. Um, so I got an espresso machine. I can only drink. I like. I buy this one certain type of coffee that what I, is it? that I love. It's a light roast coffee made by like Tony's Coffee Roaster. Tony, hey Tony, Tony! <laughs> the old lineman. Who, who allowed like a whole bunch of sacks and got your quarterback flustered. Come on, Tony. All right. Um, I think it's Tony's Coffee Roasters. They sell them PCC. It's a light roast. I do that in the espresso machine. I love it. It's the best coffee. So now when I drink other coffee, it just it doesn't do it for me, man. I got to have that. And so now I hit it with a little bit of that coconut cream. It's the best. It's All the right. best. You, what do you do for your coffee? Uh, at home, I have an espresso machine. Do I you, usually make like a mocha. You go cream and sugar? Uh, I put like some uh, chocolate syrup in the milk and then yeah. I froth that. That's good, man. That's delicious. And then uh, an espresso shot. I can't do sugar anymore, though. I've lost my fla- my taste for sugar. So anything sweet is a turnoff to me. Have you ever had nitro cold brew? No. So it's like. Is it good? It is really good. Uh, what is it? So do you know what cold brew is? I do know what cold brew is. All right. So cold brew. And then you. Uh, it's basically nitro infused, so it has like the consistency of beer. Okay. You know, and so you can actually see the bubbles rise. But it tastes like coffee. Yeah. All right, I can give that a shot. Bring some of that in next time, man. <laughs> we'll drink it on the air, and I'll give you my I'll give you my reaction to that. <laughs> Live reaction. Yeah. Um, I had some beer over the weekend too. I don't really drink too much beer. You drink beer regularly? Yeah. All right. Sometimes. By the way, I just want to point out that you're 19. And you're not of legal age to be drinking beer. It's so stupid that we have a 21-year age limit. It, it is legal it, with your parents. Oh, is it? Yeah. All right, you're cool. In every other country, kids drink beer, like, pretty young. And wine, too. Well, it's like 16 or 18 everywhere else in the world. Yeah, but everywhere else in the world, like, for example, in Peru or Ecuador, you could send a little kid to the store to buy a bottle of wine, and they'll come back with it. It's no big deal. There's not a stigma attached to it. And kids will taste some wine and taste some beer. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're drinking it. Right. But there's no stigma around giving a little taste of alcohol to minors like I think there is here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, the, I mean, in Washington, the law is uh, any, any private property, as long as your uh, legal guardian or parent is there and they're okay with it, then you're good. Of any, to any age? Child? Any age. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, I, I give my kids a little taste of beer in, in a restaurant as well, or a taste of wine, just so they can they can know what it's all about. Mm-hmm. But had some beer over the weekend. Beer's good stuff, dude. <laughs> what kind of beer you like? Um, I like IPAs. Or... All right, so you like a real hoppy beer. Mm-hmm. Do you know the the story of how IPAs came about? I've heard it. Yeah, yeah you heard like it. It's, right. uh, like they had to to keep it fresh or whatever right over long yeah. journeys yeah. You know, over the over the seas and i think hops like the hop the the, the hop flavor that mm-hmm. is real prominent in ipas was actually considered inferior to the other beers that they that they were producing right. were like wheat based beers or something yeah. like that which is like the lighter beers but now people like the darker beers they like the ipa also i i drank a beer so i'm i barely drink at all i drank a single beer on an empty stomach and I got a beer buzz, dude. I got buzzed. And I have not felt that way in a long time. I just think, I've been drunk. I don't really get drunk. I, I ever. I've been drunk in a really... I couldn't even remember the last time that maybe I got had too much beer. But one beer 
that can do it to you if you're not careful, man. That do it. Well, any even like, have you ever, or do you drink coffee on an empty stomach? Uh, not anymore. I used to, but now I make sure that I don't. I mean, that's pretty weird too. Like with the it, like the acid and stuff. For sure, it gets you fired up, man. It can make you. It can make you kind of jittery. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. So, what are, what are we talking about? About um. Okay. So it's a little bit strange that you can't drink beer under the age 21. Um, oh, I remember what I wanted to say about that because I was thinking about it while I was drinking beer. Do you know where that kind of like where that stigma comes from? Why here in the United States you have to be so old to drink beer? Do you know the probably like the origins of that? I think. What do you go ahead? What do you think? Take a guess. It's uh, because uh, there was a lot of fatal accidents with young young drivers, and they were crediting that to. I think that's part of it. But also, the United States has a rich history of prohibition. Did you know that? You, oh, you, you yes. heard about that? Yep, the prohibition. Yeah, and, and that prohibition was brought about by like hundreds of years of, not hundreds, but like a hundred years worth of super hardcore, um, super hardcore like Orthodox Christians who saw drinking as a terrible, terrible sin. And they, they advocated for a long time to get alcohol totally outlawed. And then it mm-hmm. was outlawed in like the 20s. And then that, so like anywhere where you outlaw anything that people really, really want, like if you make drugs illegal or if you make booze illegal, anything, anything that people really want, if you make it illegal, you start to cause black markets for it. Because mm-hmm. just because it's illegal, people aren't gonna stop buying it and using it. Right. Like if you're a drug addict, you're just gonna keep doing drugs regardless. But when you make something illegal like that, um, then you start creating cartels and gangs mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And that's what happened in the United States. You ever heard about that? Yeah, and there was like underground bars and things like that. Yeah, like the speakeasies and then Al Capone, that guy Scarface. Scarface. He's, he's a super famous American gangster. Huh. There's a movie about him called uh, The Untouchables with Kevin Costner. Uh, but anyway, so I think that's why the, the legal drinking limit is so high in the United, in the United States compared to other people because we've got a rich history of people thinking that, um, that, that booze is an, a super a super terrible sin. So that, hmm. not anymore. I don't think people think that way anymore at all. But <laughs> yeah. that, that's how that's how it used to be. Um, all right. Well, I guess we're at thirty minutes, man. You want to wrap this up with anything? Uh, no, just zip it. What is it? Uh, I want to say one more thing. All right. Before I know we zip, I know, we're, I know zip. we're going long, man. I just want to say one more thing about the weekend. Can I? Yeah. The weekend. All right. The weekend. <laughs> I got. A, I had a chance to spend a bunch of time with my family over the weekend, and every time. I'm with my family, I realize the number one thing, more important than anything is for human beings and for, for human happiness. I really mm-hmm. think this. You tell me if you agree, and we'll make it quick. To, love, to be able to love people and to get loved back, to be loved, to feel like you're a part of something, to right. feel like you're a part of a unit, there's nothing more important in the world. Mm-hmm. So I would just want to, if people are listening to this, I just would like to leave you with the message that... Don't do anything else or try to achieve anything else. Like nothing else matters. Don't try to get rich. Don't try to be start an awesome podcast. <laughs> don't you know like how we're doing. Don't worry about your career. Don't worry about nothing at all until you have worked out this love thing. Like until you feel like super comfortable with your family. Work it out. Yeah, yeah like you're being the person that you need to be for them to be able to love you, right? And that you have the love in your heart for them. Whatever you got to do. Nothing else matters. Until you get it out, until you get it worked out, like how you're gonna how you're gonna love your family and be loved by them, like don't worry about nothing else until that is is that is squared away. That is like nothing else matters, dude. Nothing nothing else matters at all unless you have that in your life. 
All right? I just wanted to say that because that's how I felt this weekend. That's good. That's good. All right, man. Zip it up. Zip it up. And, and zip, zip it up. up. Zippity-doo-dah. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>